I forgot to ask you, but uh, 173, does that mean anything to you? 173? Yeah. No. Oh, usually ask, you know, if it has any meaning for you. I mean, you don't have to talk about it or anything, but that's the episode of the, the number. Number 173? Yeah. Dan St. Germain. Uh, uh, not really. What, 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 what's, the, what's the significance of it to you? Nothing. Nothing. No, I mean, I usually ask the guests to have, like, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe like the, this, like, July 3rd means something in some, some uh, point in your life where maybe like 17 means something or three means something. However yeah. you break the number up, if there's some sort of secret meeting in your life, I usually just ask that before we ever get started. But, Not but really. we've already started, so all right. we're it this all in. Audio and not, uh, not, not yeah. any uh, video, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if you'd prefer to just be audio, I'll just use the audio. Yeah, right. just audio is good. That's fine. Totally cool. So, um, total effing marks is that's is, right. So, what, what, um, what really motivated you to like want to start a wrestling podcast? Another wrestling podcast. Well, I figure I mean, there's you know not enough wrestling podcasts out there, so I might as well. No, I'm just joking. Uh, there's a ton. Yeah, uh, I, I I just enjoy it a lot, and I I, I was on um. Shoemakers on the uh, Ringer a lot. I was the co-host there for like you know three months, and I, I couldn't do it because of work. But I still wanted to talk about wrestling. I figured this was this was the remedy of that. Did you listen to McCarthy's album about being a wrestling fan? Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. I know that bit. I haven't listened to the whole album, but that bit's really good. Yeah, man. I, I it was funny because I the same thing. I wanted to have him on the podcast. And he was like, well, we're talking about just wrestling the whole time, right? And I was like, well, sure, I guess, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> I think about. that with the comedians, there's a huge burnout because Dude, like, you know, about- I had a show called My Dumb Friends for a while where we talked about everybody's, you know, everybody talked about their personal stories. And I did that with Not Safe. But I feel like like you get kind of sick of that after a while. You're like, yeah, let me just talk about something that's outside of myself. That right. Right. seems yeah. more fun. Um. I, I usually say like we'll talk we'll talk about wrestling we'll talk about comedy and it's like it's really like anything it's like All right. anything so it's like we're talking about cancel culture here and there sometimes yeah we'll talk, we'll talk about Joey Ryan's up. new gimmick what's that that's Joey Ryan's new gimmick cancel yeah he has a cancel cancel culture gimmick didn't know that yeah I guess it's his version of right to censor well, i mean it makes it makes a lot of sense i mean it's a good way to get heat it's a great way to get heat it did did he uh did he like change his entire ways and not do yeah, like the- we're like well i just saw this one clip and it was from impact and he was wearing a tie and he was confronting scott steiner who then threw him out of the ring which scott steiner man i know he could kick my ass but he doesn't look like it anymore <laughs> You've lost your hookup, Scott Steiner. Yeah, you didn't do the math. Whatever your hookup was, you've lost it. <laughs> I, I was on a show with him once, like probably 2015 or something, and I just knew he was one of those people that I wasn't even going to talk to. Like a lot of like vets and names or whatever come in to locker rooms, and I'll just make sure I don't even talk to them. And oh, really? He's one of those guys. Who's like who's very approachable? 
Um, <clears throat> dude, it's tough. It's tough to. Um, somebody who's a name that I always got along with was Robbie E. I guess. Yeah. I, I got along with him before he was Robbie E. Before I knew him when he was Rob Echoes back in the day. So um, yeah. names and stuff. Uh, I, the most approachable would probably be Cesaro. I guess. Like, oh yeah. He's the he's the chillest dude. I mean, but I knew him back when he was Claudio. So I don't. I mean. Right. So I, him and uh, Cash Cesaro. What were they called? The Kings of Wrestling. Kings of wrestling. Right. Yeah, that was a great team. Um, so what are your what are your thoughts now on like the wrestling business being canceled and like the like it's Corona times and wrestling? You heard that Florida has a stay at home order. It was just issued. So tonight's tapings of I think the the uh, stay at home order goes into effect at midnight. So tonight's tapings are going to be the last tapings for any american wrestling company for a while so that's that's probably a good thing yeah (laughs) yeah you don't want to see these guys get sick especially if they don't have health insurance that's a real bad move right for any company it's a a double bad yeah that's a that's that's a double double whammy we're not offering you health benefits However, you can volunteer to wrestle on WrestleMania in yeah. front of nobody. Yeah. Come on, pal. How much is a ventilator? <laughs> Shoot. Do you, uh, were you, are you excited about any of the matches? They're not happening now? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I still am. You know, I mean, I, as, uh, I am excited that they're stopping, you know, they're stopping tapings. But I'm also really excited about some of the matches. And I'm excited I get to watch WrestleMania this weekend because there's nothing to fucking do. I feel a little guilty that I feel excited, but I, I am still a little excited. Uh, I think Edge and Randy Orton has the has the uh, has the potential to be great. Yeah. I think Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn has the potential to be great. And I think that the you know the the Wyatt uh, Firefly Funhouse and the Boneyard match could be really fun wrestle crap. So. Well, I heard that, um, well, like, Roman was out because of uh, the immune system compromise. Right. And Daniel Bryan was out because of right. the, having babies. Yeah. So he's not doing, neither one of them are doing Mania. I heard, like, Bray was taking on Goldberg in the Firefly. Well, I think Bryan is still doing Mania. Okay. I, all I've heard is that the Miz was pulled and that the tag match now is, like, one-on-one ladder match. So I guess the New Day's not involved. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Andrade was pulled, and then Roman, Roman was pulled. Or Roman pulled himself. Yeah. Well, it's just smart. Yeah, I mean, that, that's something they really should have had foresight on. But, you know, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's, it's not a painful show. I, I, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I don't... <laughs> I definitely think you have to you have to grade this one on a curve if you're a wrestling fan. Sure. Well, well how old how old are you, Dan? I'm 35. Okay, so we're I'm 36. Yeah. We're in the same age range. So same age like, group. Ca- catching in, what 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 like hooked you? What age like hooked you when you're like yeah I'm, yeah I'm, yeah I'm, around that time around WrestleMania 10. So yeah. I was 10 at that time. 
That, that was about it. Although I liked when I was like younger, I would like Jake the Snake and Ultimate Warrior. Um, and I like I, I had those figures, but when I really started following it, I was I was in fourth grade, I think I was ten. I think, I think I really peripherally followed it at that point. Like I don't think I caught on till about like ninety six, till like Kane came the first Hell in the Cell. So right in the beginning of like the Attitude Era, that was like ninety seven, right? Yeah, right when like the the first Hell in a Cell happened, but I I do remember like seeing uh, WrestleMania. 13 and really liking that, but I wasn't like hooked yet. Yeah. And 14. The the uh, Austin Austin Tyson stuff. The uh, Austin Coronation. Yeah, I, I was I was hooked from WrestleMania's 10 to 12. And I kind of got out of it from like 13 to 14. And then right right when Austin was like, like was in the thick of it with McMahon. I think it was like right before that uh I don't know if the pay-per-view was breaking ground. It was when he faced Kane and Undertaker in a handicap match. Yeah. But it was in the thick of the McMahon-Stone Cold rivalry. That, that's what got me hooked again. And then when I was in college, like around like WrestleMania 22 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, do you have any bits about, about wrestling at all, or being a wrestling fan? Because, I mean, it's, it's tough because you... You go through life, and most of the people you know don't like wrestling. And uh, in my life here, I'm I'm in like the Philly area. People don't know what podcasts even are. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you don't know anything about wrestling. You're in Philly right now. Yeah. Uh Like you, you don't know anything about uh, wrestling, and you don't know anything about podcasting. Uh. You know anything about stand-up comedy? Yeah. What do they know in Philly? What's that? What do they know in Philly? Well, well, I think, I think during the '90s, wrestling was the hot, the hotbed in Philly. Yeah. Um, I think you know, when I first came up, when I was first coming up, it it was CZW. CZW in Philly was the big deal. Um, Yeah. Is it still a big deal there anymore? No, not at all. I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. Big deal? Is it just not a big deal anymore? I don't really follow it. I, I've seen some of those guys work, like Brian Gage and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't follow it either. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anybody who does. Honestly, yeah. Like the only the only things I've heard were through like my friends who've been through there, which uh, Kid Osborne. And he says bad things. And uh, Nico Sozio, I've heard them talk, and they've said it's bad. So I just assume that they're all right. Because I have no reason to not. That's the real blood and guts promotion. Yes. Not not AEW, who named their show Blood and Guts. No, not AEW. So are you, uh, when's your next match? Not going to have one. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like. I'm, I've been considering myself like a foot in and a foot out for like a year. Yeah. And, and now I kind of sealed the deal. Just sealing it. Yeah. I don't have anything coming up. I think my, le- my next show is supposed to be April 24th. That's, and, not, uh, that's not happening. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I was doing work with Capital. Um, but I stopped. Oh, Harry, Harry is over there and Zach, yeah. right? 
Yes, Harry and Zach. And that's, that's when Chris was there, because I go back with Chris. Like, me and Chris have been friends since, like, 08 or something like that. Yeah. So, Good guy. Yeah. Dude, super great. And the, the whole point of, like, me wanting to have these conversations on the record was what just happened. Like, I want to be on the record to be like, well, dude, I really respect you, and I really think you're a great comic, and I think you're really talented, and the world's just going to see and be excited about it. Like, yeah. I got to listen back to that after, after my friend passed away and hear me saying that to him and him then saying back to me that I'm funny and that yeah. I'm a great guy. And I'm like, oh, I, I need that validation anyway, but sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel good to know that that's on the record, and that audio is going to outlive both of us. And yeah, 2019 was a rough year as far as losing comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like... 2019 the, was a real comic year that is in every professional wrestler year. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like... Yeah. like. I've been used to it. I've been used to it for a long time. <laughs> I've, lost, I've lost... I'd say probably... Over five friends. Damn. Wrestling, like and wrestling, wrestling deaths. <laughs> young too, young young people. I don't, just drugs or. Um, my friend, my friend, my one friend died of a heroin overdose. Yeah, right. so yes, that was drug. You know, Mike Mike Verdi, Trent Acid. No, I I don't think I maybe I met him once, but I didn't get to know him like everyone else got to know him. But I heard he's a great guy. And uh, yeah, he he was you know he was one of my inspirations. He he really. I looked up to him. He was like a brother yep. to me, you know. And uh, I like modeled my career after him, in ring, not 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 drug career. But, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, my, I only my, followed his heroin use. I didn't follow his hair. I didn't follow his heroin tracks. <laughs> but uh, you know, a great friend of mine, Aaron Ganey, he died in fifteen or something like that. Uh, I, but that was that was diabetes, um, yeah. diabetes related. Um, my friend Chris Cash, it was like 2005, died in a motorcycle accident. So I mean, living on the edge, man. He was like he was a real risk taker. Somebody right around the convertible. I don't. I just. I, it, yeah, it, I don't cool. want to win any Darwin Awards this year. But yeah. Uh, how many episodes are you guys in on the total FM marks? And it, that's funny because I was talking to Kit. I think. 90 yeah. yeah. I was Chris and he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to co-host it now for a while." I think yeah, he did. I mean, I think you know, living in Philly kind of got in the way of that. Uh, so you know, but I was I was looking forward to having him on again. Now yeah. it's uh, me and Scott Chapel, and every once in a while we have somebody else on, but it's mostly me and Scott. You've had Eli on, right? Yeah, Eli's really great on it too. You have you done uh, go the the roast ghost? 
Joey to the Rose Coast? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a fucking hockey. That's a blast. Who was your who was your Stephen Hawking? Okay, I you know I might have listened to that one, but I'm not totally sure. I think I did listen to that one. Um, I did Thomas Edison. I was on the Thomas. I was on the Thomas Edison episode. Thomas Edison was a real dick. Yeah, we ask ask Nikola Tesla about it. Yeah, we we roasted Thomas Edison hard. Get out of here, Thomas yeah. Edison. Arrogant. Fucking shit. make way for some alternating current, you piece of shit. Fucking I doing all the research, finding like what an asshole Thomas Edison really was. Oh, like, the thing where he like electrocuted uh, circus elephants and shit. Yeah, like what? Who the and like dogs and cats? Yeah, he's he's like a serial killer. He could have gone two ways, and he went and. To the uh, inventor way, but he could have he could have easily gone the Ted Bundy way. He was like he was like hiring people to steal their ideas. It it was all yeah, but ever you know to be fair, every fucking American company does that shit, right? So um, Louis step up, thanks. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, You're fucked either way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I, I, the way I kind of look at it is, like, the circumstances are so low on it. Because when, when you're talking about that, you sneak into a topic that you can't really talk about where you're fucked either way. And you, you go, well... Let's stay open. Let's stay open to understanding all sides of it all. And I don't like to really stump, like, stick my feet into the ground on anything and say that I know, but like I know, like I know, unless it's something I'm certain that I know, but I can always know more. Yeah. No, 100%. <clears throat> but, um, the. I think I saw one of your sets. Did you Adam Devine's house party? I didn't. I did um, John Oliver, and then after that, I did uh, This Is Not Happening. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Tubi? You know Tubi? Do you have that app? Tubi? I've heard of it. I don't have the app, though. It just has a Comedy Central channel that just keeps running all that stuff all the way through all the time. Oh, that's good. It's like you keep a marathon of stand-up happening in your room. Which, yeah, I mean, I wish. Yeah, I wish that uh, the half hour was a little bit more readily accessible. But you know, they do a good job of putting the clips online and shit. Do you? Do you have like? Do you have like your your like set that you're like? Do you like marry your set and like? Memorize it and word by word. Are we talking about the half hour? No, I'm saying just now. In general? In general, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that, you know, everybody, uh, that old adage, sneak the new stuff in the in between the tried and true works. Right. I mean, I'm obviously not doing stand-up now. The last show I did was, uh, I remember I was about to go on stage and they had, ooh, excuse me, sorry. 
um, I was about to go on stage and they had just announced that the NBA season was being postponed. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, comedy's not going to be happening for a while. Uh, I wish I could be one of those guys that like, and I know there's a couple of people who can are at this level where, you know, you, they just say, uh, you know, they bring up a list of topics they want to talk about on stage and then they, or they flesh out the ideas and, well, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. And I still feel like a lot of the times I'm, I'm like stumbling over funny bits. I'm like, oh, maybe this could work or maybe this could work. So, you know, everybody's different. It'll be like, it'll somehow be like, I'll have an idea, like a real fresh idea. And I know that it's going to lead to something funny, but it's like I'm stumbling over having too many words to build up to it. Like uh, too many, too much. Uh, what's the, the Jeff Foxworthy and the I Am comic? Diddly, 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 boom. Diddly, 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 boom. Oh, I, I forget, I forget. Cut out some of them diddlies. Diddly, diddly, boom. Diddly, diddly, boom. But yeah. That's, that's part of, like, the process. The process is the craft. That's, uh, like, why I compare wrestling and comedy so much to each other. Because, like, I've spent so much of my life getting that craft. And now it's, like, yeah. I'm focusing, I'm shifting my focus to this. It's, like, um... With wrestling, it took me so long to be good at it because I didn't have the goal of being good at it. I had the goal of getting booked. Yeah. And now the goal in comedy is being good instead right. of getting booked. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like wrestling and comedy are very similar in, in a couple ways. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, acting is way farther away from wrestling and and comedy because wrestling and comedy it's it's not like you know it's not a sport it's scripted although one is obviously way more physically uh <laughs> way destructive to your body um <clears throat> but I, I think that like with comedy and with wrestling you are like making in the moment decisions sometimes based on what's happening with the crowd like you have your shit you want to get your shit in if you're a comic or yeah. a wrestler but you are reading the room and you're trying and it's it's an organic thing. Opposing if you're an actor in a play where you kind of just have to forget about the lines and play the lines, but you're creating your own world between you and the other actors and you're letting an audience in on it rather than wrestling and comedy where you're making the audience really part of that that world. Well, it's it's when it's acting, it's less yours. I yes. mean the, the yours part is of course your performance, but when it comes to the, the comedy, those are your thoughts and your words, unless you're using somebody else's uh, jokes, yeah. which, you know, we shouldn't be doing. Uh, yeah. uh, then, and then the wrestling, it's like you're, you're doing, you, you've called the match. You've understood that you're the one doing that. So you're, it's your risks and your rewards. It's the same, like, yeah. The same payoff as a good joke is like hearing people pop for stuff. I've got addicted to to the pop. I got addicted to the pop when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. Like, what, what, what's more satisfying for you, people laughing at a bit or a crowd popping for a great spot? They're so equal. It's, it's really. I couldn't even. Yeah, I couldn't even really say. I mean, because I think. More recently in wrestling, I, I, I make the, the, the pops mean more because I do less. Right. 
Because if you do less, you can make that mean a lot more. And yeah. it's, also, it's also like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And who are uh, your uh, favorite guys right now? My favorite guys right now? Um, I'd say Jericho. Probably. Yeah. Uh, always. Answer. Always has been. Never, uh, never not been one of my favorite guys. Yeah. And I mean, number one all time for me is Chris Jericho. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I have to think about it more. What about you? I definitely put Jericho up there. There's uh, a lot of Japanese guys like Abushi and Akata that I, I really like. Akata. Uh, also, Daniel Bryan's always going to be up there for me, and you know, I, I actually Brock is actually going to always be up there, and I, I love what uh. What Randy and Edge are doing right now, and you know, I've been into most everything Cody's done this past year. So, you like that neck tattoo? Well, maybe not everything. <laughs> we we did we did a bit on the uh, on the wrestling podcast about uh, about Goldust has one under that thing, and it's like our neck tattoos power combined. <laughs> I wouldn't know. be surprised. Yeah, that was a real, that was a real, uh, that was a big swing. Right, like who goes from, who goes from one itty bitty like cursive word here to then a big old chunky thing right up on your neck? Like that's a real swing. Yeah, I, I think some people just do stuff to make themselves stand out more rather than, you know, well, he's just not a face tattoo. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was it was able to provide a a great moment for MJF. So, glass is half full. Do you uh, are you are you still recording podcasts uh, during the? the I'm not sure. We took three months off just because I had a job in LA and I was working on another project where I, I just wasn't matching up time code wise. But we are. I'm not sure what that's going to turn into. After next week's episode, I'm you know we'll have this week and we'll have next week where we're talking about current stuff. But after that, it seems like you know things are going to kind of grind to a halt. So, do you think? Do you think after this ends that um, like what's the landscape look like uh, as far as like comedy and live events and restaurants and shit? Like, do you think that? People are still going to be scared to not come out, or do you think people are just going to be like... I have no idea. I, you know, when I was reading today about you know, an ambitious federal works program, but to see that happen under a Republican is going to be uh, interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, could go either way. I, I do think the one thing that's, that's beneficial about all this is that it is an it's an artificial crisis. This will go away. Uh, yeah. Opposing to, you know, the housing market crisis, which is there was like something systemic uh, that we as a country were doing wrong, you know, in in how we assess wealth. This yeah. is you know a pandemic that will hopefully pass, but if it comes back again harder in the fall, like Spanish flu did. Then we're we're gonna be in trouble. 
I have no idea. I don't think anyone can really say what what anything is going to look like after this, but it's definitely going to look different. I mean, do you, do you think of it more like hopeful? Because like I'm super hopeful on it. Like I'm thinking more like people miss pessimistic. Do- I'm not pessimistic. I, I don't know if I'm I'm full tilt optimistic, but whatever happens, you know. I, most likely it won't be good or bad. It'll just be, we'll be in a new epoch or era. Yeah. This is history right now. This is right. real history that we're living through. I mean, I, I've kind of been saying that for a long time. Not just, not just in regards to the, this pandemic, but like, like nothing's, been, nothing's been this advanced before in, in like, when I say like even the wrestling business, like before in the nineties and stuff, you were competing with WCW or competing with something else. It's like now you're competing with everything and everybody's got every single little piece of information yeah. right there on their, on their smartphone. It's like, this is amazing time to be alive. So mix that amazing time to be alive. Now being like, everything just got taken away from you. And now you might be able to get it all back. Maybe you appreciate it a little bit more. That's a good point. I, I do think that it's going to, I mean, hopefully, in the very least, hopefully uh, Trump stocks up the CDC again. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the, that's the least we can hope for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to my, my, my check, hopefully. Yeah, we're all getting a twelve hundred dollar check, right? That'll yeah. that'll cover three months of not having a job, <laughs> being reparations, <laughs> reparations for for pandemic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see like what new different kind of work you can find now. I mean, like this could open up opportunities. That you didn't know weren't weren't there before, right? Like I, you know, I, I keep hearing that. I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely, you know, in the same boat. I, I do think, uh, you know, I think for most part though, it's like it's a, like people will do at least right now. Like, uh, um, it people will just kind of do what they've already been doing because i kept saying like oh maybe i'll learn a language and then it's like no i'm just working on two projects that i was gonna work on whether or not this thing happened right. and then watching sons of anarchy like i don't know the other my other job watching maybe. shows yeah but it's are you alone right now yeah uh, like in your apartment no oh, okay no. that's good i got roommates and my girlfriend's here Oh, that's good. So uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty action packed. Yeah, it's um, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you're not, you know, by yourself going crazy. Just, just you and your wife. Me, my wife, and her mom, and her mom's dogs, and our dog. Okay, so I mean, that's a little, little uh, mend us together more of. Uh, Divide. I mean, we're we're doing all right, but you know, it is it is it is the premise of most sitcoms. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you can you can actually the reason writers keep going back to it. Yeah, just uh, you know, just just write your own sitcom now, and about about your wife's mom's dogs. Right, right. Oh man, there's gonna be so many shitty Corona pitches after this. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, I, I guarantee. I, I can't wait to how many shows they're gonna fucking buy. That's gonna be the new pandemic. So I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what people are gonna want to see after a pandemic is uh, a show where people aren't allowed to leave the room. Well, it's gonna be. It's gonna cut down on like location costs. That's true. Oh man. True. This is magic. Let's write it down. Right. Yeah, that's right. Let's get it going. I, I've, uh, I've got some ideas that I feel like I'm, I should be working on during this. But yeah, what are you doing during this pandemic? Um, I've been doing podcasts as much as I yeah. can. Just trying to, trying to. It's like I'll, I'll do a podcast. I'll uh, work out. I'll. Um, my neighbor lives across the street. He's got a gym in his basement, and I'll just go work out in his basement, and then come back, eat something, podcast, watch shows. Eat yeah. something, watch shows, podcast. And I wish I wish we had a gym here. We do not. Well, all gym. It's it sucks, dude. Like that's that was like what really. Really got to me, man. I I like going there when no one else was there. Yeah, no one else is there, and it's close. <laughs> it's like my fee- my favorite and least favorite in one. Yeah. Big Jaws fan. Uh, I've seen it a few times. I love that. I had um a picture of me when I was like three or four in front of this poster, the Jaws poster. I mean, uh, I'm. I'm big into horror movies and uh, big into like com- mostly comedy movies and like comedy shows. I I stay trying to stay positive about things all the time. I mean, so, uh, you don't want to watch too much horror then. Well, I mean, I I've done a few horror movies. I've been in a few horror movies. I've um, written reviews for horror sites and stuff like that's yeah. horrors uh, for sure a passion of mine. It's not. The passion, it's one of them. What's your favorite horror movie? Um, probably the original Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's almost like this, a documentary. It feels so real. Yeah, it, it, it's got that, like, your, your you know, blood is kind of on, uh, running cold the whole time, you know? Yeah. Even, yeah, there's chills. Um, I like the remake. I like the remake a lot, actually. The, uh, this Jessica is one with Jessica Biel, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Uh, I, I really like a Leatherface one, but it just was not good. I never saw it. I never saw it. It was uh, uh, the girl from True Detective, Alexandra Daddario, or whatever. I forget if I'm saying that right or not. But I was kind of excited. I was like, oh, Leatherface. But I was like, you don't need to know the origin for everything. Right. You know, like, some things are better... So they're doing the Mandalorian now, which I hear is pretty good. But I thought the whole thing about Boba Fett was that like he was this mysterious bounty hunter that you didn't know. And I know that this isn't Boba Fett in in the series, but it just feels like we've got to like we've got to get as much blood from the stone as possible. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real good point. Yeah, like yeah. 
this is an unnecessary series for sure. Yeah, yeah. do we need this? I think everybody needed the Baby Yoda t-shirt. It's a merch. It's a merch grab. The, yeah, that's a big merch grab. It's the, the Stone Cold uh, three sixteen shirts of Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah, it, it, they they really rushed it out there. It was a real emergency. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet though. So what the fuck do I know? I I saw the first like maybe the first six episodes. It was all right. It was boring though. It's really boring. Like yeah. It's just, uh, nothing that amazing happens on the show. Yeah. I, but, I mean, what do I know? I, I also said Seinfeld was a boring show. I like Seinfeld. I like Jerry Seinfeld. I, like I, the love, I love Seinfeld. But, I mean, the show, it's, like, boring till it's good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, that's, that show, if it was, like, you know, it's, it's, it's great that it's a show about nothing. If it was about something, it would, I don't know. I think lose some of its luster. Yeah, it, w- it was always weird to me that th- that like he would start the show doing stand up, and then they'd show him living his life, and then he'd never talk about how he was a stand up comedian. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, they well they had uh, they have a uh, that that's Gold Jerry that guy. He was another comic that Jerry knew, but for the most part, yeah, you're right. And he didn't hang out with comedians. But also, like- thank God. Like, imagine if. The whole thing was just about like fucking Seinfeld bitching because he didn't make his bonuses at like Bananas Comedy Club and Hasbrook Heights. I'd want uh, people would cancel it halfway through the first episode. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a hit if he was just talking about if he was no, talking nobody about. Nobody wants like, to fucking know about comedy. That's the the nobody cares anymore. They've, we we don't need any more stories about comedy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, there's been super documentaries about everything. You know what I mean? There's been stories about everything. That's why, like, any movie about a wrestler has sucked. Or I've not wanted to see it. Like, did you see that Fighting With My Family movie? I haven't seen it. I heard it was actually pretty good, though. But, like, it just seemed cheesy to me. And it I seemed like... like wrestler. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's rare. It's very rare that you'll get good wrestling movies. Well, they just haven't made. I think the problem is that Vince owns a lot of the content. But if they were ever to make a, uh, if they were ever to truly make a Vince McMahon movie, it would probably win all the Oscars. Because the guy's had the craziest life ever, and it's a dream role for somebody. It'd be so dark and weird. It would be really dark. But like Bradley Cooper or Hugh Jackman playing that role, you know. Yeah. The problem is nobody would be as 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 big as Vince himself, which maybe that would make it more palatable. And the Von Erichs movie that would be terrific if they, if somebody ever did that. I don't think that that'll ever happen either. Um, it's hard too because then you got to find a bunch of like actors that look like wrestlers from that era, and nobody looks like that. Like they have to look good, and they have to act good, and they have to. Like, it's so impossible, I think. Not impossible, but, like, improbable to find that stuff. It's hard um, to have them all, all the, all the pieces fit together. Yeah. Uh, what was good? Um, I thought Beyond the Mat was good. I like that. I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah, that was great. Did, have you been watching The Dark Side of the Ring? 
Yeah, I've seen, you know, I've seen all the first season. I've seen the episodes this season. That guy's great. That show's awesome. I didn't see the New Jack one. but uh, The uh, New Jack one's great. I mean, that guy's terrifying. I was on a podcast with him once. I've never been more uh, terrified of someone. Yeah, I had to, uh, I had to do a gauntlet match once where with I him? got eliminated right before, like, Jack was supposed to come in to, like, take my place. Like, he was in it with me, and I was like, you know, I'm going to get out of here as soon as I possibly can. Like, I ran. I disappeared as, po- as soon as possible because I just don't. I don't want to take liberties with the guy that night or no? Yeah, he totally, totally fucked that dude up. I mean, that was, I, apparently I, apparently I uh, assisted in what was supposed to be something that was punishing some guy. Where it was like, I come in first and go against that guy and blow him up real crazy, real, get him real gassed. And then that guy sneaks a win on me and I leave and Jack comes in. And stabs him. Like, Jesus that was Christ! Supposed to be the the whole plan of it. <laughs> Did he stab him? I don't know. I, I got out of there. Well, but, what a fucking shitty. Uh, what a, what a shitty situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I I don't want to be an accessory to that. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't want to be on the new season. No, not, but uh, I, I listen to, and I mean, I listen to JR's podcast all the time, but they did, Conrad did one on the, uh, on the channel where he interviewed the makers, the filmmakers of the Benoit story. Okay. Not, yeah. They were on uh, Cornette too. Okay. Yeah. I, I really, I really like those, those shows. I'm really into, I don't, I'm not. Not really a big fan of the Bischoff one, but I like I like the JR one, Grill and JR. The Bischoff episode about North Korea is fucking crazy. Which one? The Eric Bischoff episode about them all wrestling in North Korea is nuts. It's it's worth a listen. Okay. I'll check that out. Um but the JR one and the Bruce Pritchard one. Uh, dude, Conrad Conrad, I feel like when he's talking, he's asking the questions that I'd ask. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's why something to wrestle is so good. I, I haven't checked out the uh, WrestleMania 11 episode yet. It's one I was I was there live for, so I'm excited to check that out. Historically known as one of the worst WrestleManias ever, though I had a great time as a kid. <laughs> yeah, they they talked about how it was one of the worst WrestleManias. Oh really? In that episode, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, the one with like it had like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and yeah, that was it. Pamela Pam- Anderson, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. It was a true mid '90s event. It was, it was like, it was like the the middle of like when WCW was getting hot, and you couldn't promote WrestleMania and go look at the history of WrestleMania. Here, let's play back all this footage of the guys who aren't here anymore and all at, at the other place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, but hey, but I may have to bounce out in a couple minutes if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just, just let me know, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I gotta eat dinner with my uh, wife, and so about five minutes, I'm probably gonna bounce out. Okay, I'll, I'll just ask, I'll just ask two more real quick things. Sure, you got it. And then we'll, and then, then I'll let you go. No worries, uh, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, I, 
like I said, I'm really excited about the fact that this audio is going to outlive us, right? So right. the fact that, that we'll, we'll have it on the record of um, our first conversation. Maybe us starting to get to know each other. Who knows where that's going to lead to it beyond this point. But it could we be, have be the beginning of a murder-suicide. Perhaps. I mean, shrugs. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I, I like to look at like an audio time travel to go like, hey, if, uh, you know, Dan's family wants to find out what he's like in 35 years. Oh, Jesus Christ. I really hope they don't listen to podcasts. When he was 35 and they, and they stumble across this audio. What is why does he sound so defeated? What's that? Why does he sound so defeated? He sounds bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? What? What's the message for thirty-five years from now, people? Like, as if you're actually there. This is what I'm calling audio time travel. Oh, if man, I guess I should just apologize for using all the resources. <laughs> Because everyone is going to be in some sort of fucking Mad Max. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry we... I, sorry I flew on so many planes to gigs and, you know, I used an air conditioner and I drove a car. And everything else that left a big-ass carbon footprint. Sorry about that, guys. Now, what are, what are the parts of it in that message that would that would like motivate somebody to evolve to a better version of themselves like what were the things that you caught it uh inspiration from that would help them look into i don't know man i mean like uh you know like all you can learn from history is the failures right so just try to document uh you know the missteps that i I've made in my life. Uh, you know, look, taking out money from an ATM at 4 a.m. after, you know, a guy named Hector texts you, probably probably not a great idea. I'll let everyone know that. Well, I think, I think that I... I think you need to give yourself a little more credit, man. I think you're 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 giving you're helping a lot of people through, through some tough times. I mean, your your podcasts help some people, and you got a comedy career that helps a lot of people. So you know, talking about being defeated, you got nothing to be defeated about, dude. You're you're killing it. Thanks, man. It's been uh, it's been a fun run. I'm lucky. I've had I've known a lot of good people, talented people who. Uh, have luckily given me a shot here and there. Yeah. I have, gratitude is the best attitude. Gratitude. I have a gratitude thread. Uh, it's it's a very like eat, pray, love thing to do, but eh, whatever. Huh. I'm getting older. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm full of sentiment now. Yeah, I, I'll 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 spout out tons of cliche things, but like I feel like they're cliche for a very good reason. Some of it works for sure. Yeah. Um, so usually I would say if you want to do some sort of Jerry Springer's final thought to to wrap up what this episode means, 
Final thought. Check out my podcast, Total F and Mark. See, I got a plug in on the All Things Comedy Network. I also have a website, danstgermain.net. Usually has my tour dates. Uh, obviously, that's not a thing right now. But Usually, maybe comedy clubs are back and running in June. And if so, I'm going to be, you know, swinging my quarantine material. We're going to pitch. We're going to pitch those pilots. Yeah, we're going to pitch those pilots. <laughs> well, man, I really appreciate I want to let you know, man. If I could be a resource to you anyway, you know, if you just need a friend or you need somebody to talk to judgment free, I'm here for you. And, I appreciate uh, it. I like the art in the back too. Thanks, man. With a cartoon of you. Looks good. Cool. Yeah. Is I that the merch? Can I buy that online? Uh, this is available on Teespring. Yeah. There you go. See, I'm plugging for you too. Yeah. Look at that. There's, <laughs> a, there's a, a, a carrot dangling from the string there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, man. All right. Well, you, be fun. Have safe. Get through this thing. Thanks, man. You too. Drink. Yeah. It's fucking, it's such a mind fuck. All right. Thanks a lot, Dan. Take care. Thanks.